There's a song that uh, there's a song that starts with "Me and all my friends were all misunderstood." Anyone feel that way sometimes? Me and all my friends were all misunderstood. They say we stand for nothing, and there's no way we ever could. Now we see everything that's going wrong with the world and those who lead it. We just feel like we don't have the means to rise up and beat it. Do you guys know the song yet? So we keep waiting, waiting, waiting on the world to change. We keep waiting. Someone's got to do the echo. We keep waiting, waiting on the world to change. Yeah, come on. From the in comparable continuum by John Mayer. Come on, that was a fantastic album. But here in, this, in these verses, you can actually hear his, um, his angst, his frustration, yeah? Like, uh, while he and his friends just keep waiting on the world to change, and, and they know there's something better, there's something that's just out of reach, yet with seemingly little hope. And you'll notice, actually, a lot of our uh, music that we, that we tend to listen to does uh, play off of and explore these Advent type of themes, right? Yeah? So let's pray, and then we're going to explore this morning uh, what it means to wait, what it means to wait with haste, and basically, what is Advent? We'll, we'll get into that in just a second. Heavenly Father, Christ Jesus, and Holy, Holy, Holy Spirit, as we come into this brand new church year, this new season that we call Advent, this season of waiting, this season of preparation, we simply ask that you would give us new eyes with which to see the world around us, to see one another, to see your light. We ask for new ears with which to hear your word and to better hear the words of others. We ask for new hearts that align more with the sacred heart of Christ and new hands and feet with which to engage the world around us as we take the liturgy of this service, what we do here in this one hour on Sunday morning into the liturgy or the service of the week to come. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. So waiting is hard, yeah? None of us are all that good at it. I get that some people may be better at waiting than others. Um, over the years, waiting has been a really, really, really hard thing for me. I'm not a patient person at all. But we see waiting as being really hard. Um, we, we see it in our kids, right? In, in birthdays, um, uh, Christmas, when we're getting ready to go on trips and stuff like that. Um, I remember last year, uh, we had, uh, our boys had never been to a Patriots game before. They'd never been to a, to a pass game, never been to an NFL game, and so it was one thing we wanted to get them for Christmas. We got them, like, probably the tickets probably like a month in advance, and that was the most excited. I, I could not wait for Christmas morning to give them that surprise of, like, it was, it was tough to not say something, like, over and over and over again, right? We, 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 are, we have the anticipation of something happening that always makes it so hard for us to wait, and it seems as if we're active that it's easier. Yeah, like it's, we're better at making things happen. Yet if we're too busy, we might miss what's actually happening around us currently. This is what, this is that tension that we talk about all the time, yeah, here at Regen. And my friends, this is the tension of the Advent season. And this is why this Advent season begins the church year, because our entire lives are spent in Advent between waiting and action. 
keeping watch that we've talked over the years, keeping watch while we wait in haste. Um, a patient waiting, but we wait and work at the same time. Matthew record, records Jesus' words in his writing, uh, chapter 24, verse 42. He says, be alert, keep watch, keep awake, because you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But this you know, that if the master of the house had known in what watch of the night, like when the thief was going to come, he would have been awake and would not have permitted his household to be breached. For this reason, you too be ready because the Son of Man comes at the hour you do not expect. Jesus says, be alert or keep awake, keep watch, depending on what translation you're reading. He's like, don't miss something that might happen. Wait, he says, something beautiful is here. It's just beginning, it's coming, and its future is brighter than you can imagine. You just don't see it fully yet. This is Advent. As we wait for the Christmas morning, we use these weeks, we use these weeks of this new church year to journey into the dark spaces, into the uncertainties of, of our world. Notice Jesus talks about the thief who comes at night, right? Think about most, not all, but most crime takes place at night under the cover of darkness. And Advent also begins at night, in the dark, in the bleak midwinter. That poem that was read um, a few minutes earlier, right? That we begin in the cold, dark. In, in our area, we literally are now, it's getting darker and, 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 and colder as this Advent season uh, starts. But then we will actually tangibly see, as we get to that light of Easter, the warmth in the spring and the flowers. Like this is our Advent epiphany and Lent season in New England. Advent begins in the dark. It begins in this bleak midwinter where we confront the dark shadows that surround us. Admitting that everything's not okay, but then we see the light of the world becoming closer and closer to a tangible reality in our midst. You'll notice in our tradition we'll light a candle every week during this Advent season, right? Candles get lit around the wreath and the light begins to shine just a bit brighter each and every week, yeah? That candle will go from one candle to a second candle to a third to a fourth, and then on Christmas Eve, we'll have that Christ candle brightening up the room. And so during this season, we prepare our hearts. This is really what this season is. We prepare our hearts for divine participation through faithful work and prayer. We keep our hand to the plow, as the Old, scripture, Old Testament scripture reads, while we search while we search the skies for God's presence. But here's the rub. The eternal Christ has already descended into our midst. First was at creation, right? God said, let there be light. And then through the person of Jesus from Nazareth. We've already seen the divine that's already come alongside us as our light in this often dark world. And even after the ascension, Jesus' spirit remains and continues to journey with us in this, in this life. Yet according to Jesus' own promise, we wait for a new heaven. Yeah? We wait for a new earth, a new earth in which shalom, right, that, that peace of God that surpasses all human understanding, we wait for that shalom to dwell in perpetuity, forever, eternally, where peace once and for all really is surpassing our human understanding. 
Isaiah gives us a picture of what this future reality looks like and our own part that we would play while we wait. Isaiah writes this in, uh, in, in, in his second chapter of his uh, prophetic writings. He goes, In days to come, the mountain of Yahweh's house shall be established as the highest of the mountains and shall be raised above the hills. All the nations shall stream to it. Many peoples shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of Yahweh, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth instruction and the word of Yahweh from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations, will mediate for many people, and they will beat their swords in the plowshares and their spears in the pruning hooks. A nation will not lift up sword against nation, and neither shall they study war anymore. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of Yahweh. Let us walk in the light of the I Am. Isn't this beautiful? These words from Isaiah, aren't they beautiful? Something worth waiting for and something worth working towards. Christ the King as true and just. Right? We talked about Christ the King last week. Christ the King rendering judgment that only good can do. Christ the King, plain peacemaker, mediator, mediator between all of our confrontations. We're waiting for that day, but in turn we also follow in those same divine ways of Christ the King. So in our waiting, Isaiah says, we take our swords, right? We take our spears, we take our guns, we take anything that is used by human hands for the purposes of taking life, and he says we repurpose those tools into gardening tools, instruments that bring life through the food that these instruments cultivate. And Isaiah says that when peace is reigning, when shalom is as transcendent above human understanding, the nations will never study war anymore. There'll be no reason to study how to hurt each other. You see, this is something worth waiting for. And I think this is something worth working toward as well. This is waiting, but with haste. And this is what I believe John Mayer got a little bit, kind of he leaves you with a little less hope in his song that there's nothing we and my friends can do, nothing me and my friends can do. But I think this is something that we can work towards as we wait. That while we wait for Jesus to bring this beauty to full completion, right here Isaiah says, O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of Yahweh. He tells us to walk in the light, to co-labor with the Spirit and beam that light that increasingly glows in intensity. Think about this as a possible metaphor for our lives as those who follow Christ, okay? We've got the Advent wreath that is going to br brightly shine a little bit more each and every week as we go until Christ comes. But think about if I'm a candle and I'm shining, right? And then you're a candle, and you're a candle, and you're a candle. That shalom, that peace of God is going to start to become a more permanent reality 
in our midst. You see, we are a people who live in that liminal space between lamentation, lamenting, and hope, yeah? We talk about this in, in, in Lent a lot. We wait in action on the way to God's kingdom as a lamp shining in the dark spaces until the day dawns and the morning star rises in the hearts of all, right? That's what we're going to celebrate on Epiphany right after the Christmas season. The Apostle Paul puts it this way in his letter to the Roman church. He says, now is the moment for you to wake from your sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became those who entrusted in Christ. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness. Let's put on the armor of light, or we could say let's light that candle of ourselves in that wreath, causing more light in the world. Waiting and hastening. This really is the reality of what it means to follow that whom we call Christ journeying through that liminal space of the already but not yet. Waiting for the one whose spirit redeems and restores us. Yet, we get to hasten the process as we pray and act out that prayer on earth as it is in heaven. Where we turn our own weapons into tools that bring life and light. And so here's what we're going to do this morning. I'm going to invite Ethan to come back up and, and, and play some music. I just have one short um, prayer this morning, not a long meditation, just a short prayer. But what I want to do with this prayer is um, I want to I read this prayer sort of like a Lectio Divina. I'm going to read it for the first time right now, and I just want to simply you to let the words wash over wash over you as I read this prayer and then when we come back in again we'll read it for a second time Jesus of the vigil you told us to keep watch to stay alert for what is coming bless us with the strength to watch to wait and to work during this Advent season so that your kingdom, which is here and is still to come, may be realized in its fullness through Christ and through one another. Because if we do not keep watch, we may miss it. Amen. Just let those words wash over you. Jesus of the vigil, you told us to keep watch, to stay alert for what is coming. Bless us with the strength to watch, to wait, and to work during this Advent season so that your kingdom, which is here and is still to come, may be realized in its fullness. Because if we do not keep watch, we may miss it. My friends, we wait. Yes, we wait. But we don't wait in sleep. We wait with eyes that are open, ears that are open, hearts that are open. And we wait with hands and feet that are actively hastening our waiting.
Jesus of the vigil, you told us to keep watch, to stay alert for what is coming. Bless us with the strength to watch, to wait and to work this Advent season so that your kingdom, which is here and is still to come, may be realized in its fullness through Christ and through one another. Because if we do not keep watch, we may miss it. We pray this in the name of the one who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts, just as we forgive those who are indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen.